Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, um, Andy was telling us more about his mastermind fixation. And, uh, in fact, we uh, put his specialist knowledge and his specialist <laughs> subject to the test with uh, humourable results. Uh, yes. So you'll hear that. Um, we had a pointless edition of What's in Andy's Bag. What's in Andy's Bag. Uh, with, uh, we're almost certainly the last ever edition of that particular strand. Uh, we went off to the World Pie-Eating Championships that took place uh, earlier in the week at Harry's Bar in Wigan. And uh, I think that should just about do you at the moment. Yeah. So uh, here it all is. <laughs> No, I'm dreading. I, I, every time I see a rumour, I, I saw this one that Chelsea were battling Newcastle to sign Anthony Gordon. I thought, that's not true. Can't be. Yeah. Who's doing our recruitment? Cliff Jones. We only <laughs> sign wingers. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I think you do a good job, Cliff. Um, <laughs> the book, when they look back on the Bowley years, <laughs> yeah. the book will be called A Surfeit of Fafanas. <laughs> yeah. I'll be signing copies of my new book. You got to, you've, you've, how many more Fafanas do you want? It's like the opposite to Alf's Wingless Wonders. Are you collecting? Wingful Wonders. Yeah, that's right. It's great, though, isn't it? I mean, a club that gave you Pat Nevin and Charlie Cook are so keen on buying lots and lots of wingers. Bumpies, Brilliant. Isn't it? It's mad, really. But they, look, it's very interesting. The the players they bought in this window, hmm. now they've got a recruitment team, actually look really good. Yeah. And they're, they're right. buying young players. They're buying they? young players, they're buying yeah. good players. Uh, the players that old Todd bought in the summer, that was a disaster, what he yeah. did. It really was. And it's gonna that's going to cost them. It's going to be quite difficult to... Um, Tangle all that yeah. get people you out. You think Raheem Sterling could be off soon? Sterling, Kulabali. <clears throat> I think it's quite yeah. a few, really. So yeah, uh, I was I was watching waiting for the second half to start of uh, Newcastle <clears throat> uh, last night. Southampton yeah. Newcastle. Actually, quite a good game for a first leg. I yeah, quite yeah. enjoyed it. And uh, I started watching Racing Post Greyhound TV. I'm a big fan. Wow, okay. Channel four three seven. You're not a big one for half time punditry. Then. No, I'm not really. You'd seen with your own eyes what had gone on. <laughs> I, okay, fair I enough. didn't watch the first half. I uh, I I love the commentary. Though, the 902 at Crayford, it was great. It was, and it's two from three from five, and six and four's got blocked. And number one dog coming through, and three, four's won it. Yeah, that's it. It's fantastic. <laughs> I think I was thinking football commentary should be like that. Just the players' numbers. Yeah, that get rid of a few egos, wouldn't it? It certainly would. Talking of egos, um, it, it looks like Arno Danjuma could be heading for Spurs instead of Everton, as we we now all know. Hmm. But apparently, the way they went about. Uh, this move from Villarreal on loan was for um, him and his agent, well, mainly his agent, to tell, uh, get all the interested clubs together, mm. and that included Everton, Southampton, Nottingham Forest, and Bournemouth, his former mm. club. And then, uh, after he'd sort of spoken to all those clubs, or certainly his agent had, and then he had a chat with the agent, they found out who had gone through to the next round. <laughs> 
Right. Oh, he's following himself, isn't yeah, he? Or maybe he is, his yeah. agent is. Yeah. This is a loan from Villarreal, by the way, yeah. via Bournemouth. Um, I don't think it's via PSG. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking a gift horse in the mouth, but still, the idea that they treated it like pop idol. Yeah. So in the end, he probably sat down and he said, um, I know you're coming to, to London. London. Exactly, oh, coming to it. North yeah, London. Yeah, that's it. He can stay, if it's built, he can stay at the new Tottenham Stadium Hotel. Yes, is, I know. Who wants to say in a hotel in Tottenham, for goodness sake? <laughs> I can't see that working myself. Who wants to stay in a hotel in Tottenham? Well, why would you, really? You come to London. It's not a place you go for your holidays, would it? Where are you going well, for the weekend? I'm going to Tottenham. You wouldn't go there for your holidays. No. No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, it's got a lot going for it. It's got... Uh, you got Chicken Bru- Cottage. Have a little walk around. <laughs> Chick King. Chick King, or yeah. it's called, yeah. Bruce Castle Park and have a little walk around there. <laughs> Marvellous. Uh, what else? It. What else can you do? <laughs> you can go and see the butchers that Cliff Jones, yeah, you mentioned yeah, earlier yeah. on, used to co-own back in the day when foot when footballers when the great players of the world had butchers as well when as footballers were butchers. That when was, footballers that sounds like a book at pitch publishing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get them in. When footballers were butchers. That's right. Well, I mean, I think that's interesting, isn't it? I mean, when footballers were Taylor. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I mean, that's it, really, isn't it? I, I can't think. It's quite a short book. It's more of a pamphlet. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, Eusebio had a butcher's in Portugal. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, Eusebio yeah, had a butcher's. <laughs> it's a, it's Prime a talk, cuts. Talking of food, it's the uh, the Chef's World Cup. Uh, uh, it sounds like a top event. 24 contestants have been going for about quite a long time. Uh, 1987, I think. Do they have cutaways of Infantino and his white trainers all the time? Well, he turned up at the trophy presentation. Yeah, of course he did. crashed it. And, uh, mm. But Arsene Wenger has recommended it's doubled to 48 chefs. Yeah. Including any short order cooks from McDonald's. Yes. That's it. He wouldn't have said it's that expanded. when he ran his own restaurant, would he? He wouldn't <laughs> no. want it expanded then. Uh, we we touched last week, again, I won't do it again today, but we did touch on the old odd twisted memorabilia from the world of football. We reopened the twisted memorabilia wing of the TalkSport Museum. Mm. But if there was a music version, this would be in there. A plum stone grabbed from a bin after being eaten by One Direction's Harry Styles in 2014. It's for sale online for 500 quid. Well, if you buy that, you're an idiot. Yeah. Okay. I don't quite know what to do with it, but uh, wow. Well, you could extract I mean, some DNA and start your own One Direction. You could, but <laughs> you'd have basically like... five Harry Stileses, which would be a bit well, freakish, true. wouldn't it? Like a Towers from the Unexpected. <laughs> um, anyway, um, Dan Juma like hijackings. Does that ever go on in any other world? I don't know. I mean, if well, they, I imagine get, it does, actually. Do you get equivalents of that? Suddenly somebody stepping in and yeah. nicking somebody or something from under your nose? Well, uh, let's have it then. Dan Juma like hijackings. Talks about trying to hijack Ken Bruce's move. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tweet TS. You're going to sign him up, are you? Fantastic. Issue to come and get me, please. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. On Monday, uh, Andy Mm. came to the realisation that he was basically a 14-year-old girl. He was spending 12, 13 hours (laughs) a day on uh, on social media. Six hours on TikTok, five hours on Instagram. Seven hours on TikTok. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. I basically wasted... So you needed a digital detox? Put 12 and a half hours on on social media last week. Oh. And I thought, this is ridiculous. So I got I, I just deleted the app, and it's amazing. I haven't missed it at all. Really? Not, not You've had no second. withdrawal? There wasn't a no. moment when you wanted to go and watch no. somebody making mm. Brooklyn Beckham making an egg? <laughs> no. There wasn't one moment when you needed no. that fix? It wasn't. Really? Yeah. And what have you been doing? What have you done with those seven hours instead? Watch Tipping Point. No. (laughs) Catchphrase. We got a. uh, No, I've got a book. So have you? Wow. So I start reading a book. It's quite good, actually. It's quite novel. Yeah. Mm. It's not a novel. 
can, can we have a? Can we? Have, do, you, do you mind if we have a game of what's in Andy's bag? There'll be have, no point. We haven't played. Have you? Have you had a big clear out? You know what? Suits. This is an occasional series we do when it's always quite surprising what Andy brings to work with him. Yeah. But his wife has taken recently to emptying his bag out. Yeah, it's a symptom of her of her illness, sadly, that she basically she always was a little bit OCD, but now she's very so. so everything has to be. And I can't stop her. She just goes into my bag, takes it all out, makes it all neat and everything. And then does she put it back in? No. Okay, and you say you've got to go and find it again. Yeah. Well, let's it's, see. Maybe there's nothing in Andy's bag. We're, we've started at the front of the bag. What have, what have we got today? Uh, a thing from the, my new Beats headphones, a sort of guarantee. Thing. Okay, the guarantee for your Beats headphones, yeah, a nice. Charger. Uh, a charger. A yeah, charger, yeah, for your phone. Uh, a nice green marker pen there. Yeah, it's all a bit dull at the moment. What's well, happened to all the um, rehydration tablets well, you used to carry around with? Away and put in this the could be the last ever cabinet. what's in Andy's bag. I, t- I told her, I said to her, you've ruined what's in Andy's bag. You got which she thinks is very More funny. pens, there's still uh, about 30 yeah, pens. Like, total care breath freshener. Okay. Fresh mint flavour. You've always had a thing free. about your breath. I've well, never known. I've, got, I, I I've know, sat very close to you for 20 years and I've never noticed your. You're like this one, though. This is recommended to me by Andy Goldstein, uh, yeah. a bottle of Glendronach original. Yeah, what's in Andy's bag? A really good bottle of single malt. <laughs> That's not bad, is it? I'll tell you what, for a slightly different dynamic <laughs> to this afternoon's show, let's work our way through that <laughs> over the next, <laughs> next two and a quarter hours. Oh, yeah, this is another thing. Sue doesn't like using up supermarket bags, so she gives me a supermarket bag in case I go shopping on the So you've got home. a supermarket bag in there, yeah. And what else we got? Some blank paper. Nice, yeah, yeah. This is quite a dull oh, episode. Quite a few pens. Not as many pens. a lot pens. of pens. Uh, what else is coming out? Some bit of old plastic <laughs> wrapping old plastic. for nothing. Another cap. You are a bit like Mr. Trebus. <laughs> a cap? What's the cap for, Andy? What's, yeah, you've got a talk sport cap on today. Well, You're looking well, a million proud. dollars. I'm a, definitely a company man. Yeah. Another green marker pen. Okay, you do favour those. quite a minimal amount of pens, actually. Only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten... 11 pence. Where's your book? Why have you brought your book with you to read on book? the train? No, I mean, oh, no, the, the one you're book. reading. No, no. The book you're reading instead of being on TikTok. Well, it doesn't work on the train, does it? What I, doesn't? The, the, what, reading a book? No, <laughs> the phone. Oh, OK. Oh, what, you're reading it on your phone? Yeah. You're reading a book on your phone? No, I'm not reading a book on my phone. I, I'm just, <laughs> I read my phone on the way home. Well, oh, look, do you? I look at Twitter and Chelsea website. Oh, OK. So, so much for the digital detox. Well, that's working. complete digital detox. I've got, to keep, I've got to stay on top of things. <laughs> I need to know what's going on. So was on. that it, Andy? I'm sorry, it's disappointing, isn't Sue it? Sue has ruined. She has ruined this what's section. in Andy's bag. I know. Andy would normally have about 30 or 40 rehydration tablets. All sorts of... Um, I used to have a, sort of basically a medical bag, really. Yeah, it was. It was like a doctor's yeah, bag at times. It should have been a sort of leather what one. What can you do? The only thing of interest, I'd say, was the whiskey. Oh, the big find was the Glendronach. <laughs> Beautiful. Which is not a regular thing that I carry about with me. Here we go, Andy. <laughs> a very different show over the next two and quarter hours. Yeah, sorry, Don't touch that, that was dial. so disappointing. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a shame. So that was the last ever What's in Andy's Bag. Very sorry to disappoint those people that often say... Isn't it about time you did a Watson Andy's bag? That's it. It's gone as a format, sadly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Dance Music has been in touch and says it looks like we're going to have to start a new series. What's in Andy's bag? Pewter. 
<laughs> we probably are. Go back to some of the classic editions <laughs> He's right. from back in the day when Andy's bag was Andy's bag. And he was also telling me just now that uh, with his wife, uh, the, the, the subtitles coming up very quickly on TV. <laughs> you have to. Um, I have to read them for her. You have to read she them has and often reading, act yeah. out all the parts. I know. She, when it's got subtitles. One of the first things she said to me when we got back from hospital, she said. Uh, she likes this series. It's an Israeli series called Shtitz, and it's about an Orthodox Jewish family. Yeah. She said, can we, can we watch it? I went, yeah, sure. And, of course, the subtitles came up because it's all in Israeli. And I had to play all the parts, which was fine with the old rabbi. I was quite good at that. But the rest of it... it well, you did that in the Avi Cohen Phoenix back in the day on fantasy football, didn't you? It's true. But anything with subtitles, I have to stop and read them to her. And right. It's fine. It's, it's, a, it's the nature of the, of the thing. I bet you get quite doing. method when you're playing all the parts. I do. I'm just, quite good, actually. I mean, you play all the women. I do tell you do, what, it's do you affect a slightly higher voice when you do those? I do, yeah. I, do, I, yeah. Do. I try and do a bit of acting. It's, I'm incredibly patient. You never have thought this. Would no, you, the, the, no, I'm, that, I know. I'm really surprised myself how patient I am yeah. being the world's most intolerant person. Yeah, it's quite and amazing. in many cases, certainly around football, well, I still, still am. Yeah, <laughs> no, I still am very intolerant, but not with her, which is good. Anyway, uh, one of the big uh, sporting events of the year has already taken place. It's the World Pie Eating Championship uh, up in uh, Wigan, and uh, the winner is a, a familiar uh, face. Uh, I think it's the third time he's won it. So let's head oh, up yeah. there now and speak to the pie master, Tony Callahan. Hi, Tony. Afternoon, are you well? Yeah, we're not oh, too yes, bad. Tony. Love it at our yeah. annual chat. It's always yeah. good to talk to you. Yeah. We're all, we're so good. Nice to chat to you. Yeah. So um, just give us a bit of background. 26 years it's been running now, the World Pie in Championships. Is that right? Yeah, I just started. It's been fun 26 years ago. A few pies in one of the first pubs I got. And basically, put them on the table, see how quickly they could eat as many pies as possible. And as things have transpired over the years, it, the competition's got bigger and bigger, and everybody's got involved. So we now do it for health and safety. It's one pie yeah. as quickly as possible. You don't want everybody sure. choking. Yeah, you, I'm sure it? these pies are absolutely delicious. But what happens if you, if you've got one that's a bit more gristly than the other one? Well, do you, do you have someone on hand who can do the Heimlich? I mean, do you, just in case, <laughs> is there a medical team standing by? We, we have everybody there. We've got medical team, we've got security, we've got everything. You name it, we've got it. Yes. Brilliant, isn't it? So the, the, the job is to eat one pie, one meat and potato pie, as quickly as you can, basically, until and then when they've got an empty mouth, you stop the clock and the, the, the quickest eater is the winner. So simple. So yeah. simple. But, yeah. of course, people who are in training for this, because it's such an elite sport, mm. they've been in training for a good while. And, of course, we didn't do it throughout COVID, unfortunately, for two years. So they've really been in training. So we had some real athletes turn up for this one. Yeah, that's amazing. What, what temperature are the pies? Because they can't be too hot, can they? No, we, we obviously get them fresh baked, but we we'll let them go quite tepid. We don't let them go cold because they coagulate. Yeah. And it's oh, very yeah, difficult eating a coagulated pie. And, of course, we don't allow any lubricants in the competition. No, OK, uh, so it's not like the old enough. hot dogs. I was fortunate enough to go to the Coney Island World Hot Dog Eating Championship last year, and they lubricate, they, they dip the buns in. So you don't, they can't have a pint on the go, they can't have water no, to help it down, no. no? No cough mixture or anything like that. It's just a case of get your pie down as quickly as possible. Yeah. Now, you had one female entrant this year who travelled all the way from the Cotswolds with her husband. She had won a, a Yorkshire pudding eating contest, but she didn't trouble the uh, winner's podium this year, sadly. No, she didn't get much in a gob, unfortunately. She did <laughs> very well eating a pie, you know. Very disappointed. 
It's a very different technique, mm. I think, to the Yorkshire pudding, I guess. So, you, you, I mean, they came from the Cotswolds. So, I mean, you've had people from all over the world coming along, haven't you, to get involved well, in was, this? Yeah, we had a family from America, and it was quite comical because the two kiddies turned up and thought, what's going on here? I thought I was being set up. And they've got a nine and a, and a ten-year-old, a nine and eleven-year-old, and they wanted to enter the competition, and they'd read about it online, and they were visiting the UK, and it was part of the holiday. We'll let them enter the competition, but, of course, they got nowhere. Oh, I don't know. I thought, you know, Americans then do like their the food. Day. Yes, it depends. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a bit of a stereotype there, Andy, but there we are. Well, we've got to be well there. <laughs> yes. I, I don't All think I'm wrong, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just have a look. And uh, the it's interesting because... Uh, According to the paper, the Barry, Barry Rigby... He's uh, won it again, yeah, 30 yeah, He's won down a regulation-sized meat and potato pie in 35.4 seconds. But on my notes here, it says that it was 34.5. It's how it got transposed. So 34.5 is... It was 34.5, so the paper yeah. were, were out there by 0.9 of a second. Oh, wow. Yeah. You have to get a right well, that, You, you want to watch that guy eat, and it's unbelievable. He throws them in like nobody's business. What's the technique he uses? Does he just sort of... Ch- I mean, have you, can you see a discernible technique he tries? What does he do? He just gets the pie, and you've never, see, you've never seen the size of his gob. He gets the pie, starts chucking it in. How <laughs> he swallows it, I just do not know. Three uh, three bitefuls he did his pie in yesterday. I couldn't believe it. Oh, well, we get a bit of an again, anaconda. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an anaconda. That's quite incredible. Uh, yeah. So it expands his throat. It's amazing, isn't it? Well, there. Is it? It's the Bradley. It's, it's the Bradley Piggins Trophy. Is it? Is that what they call it? <laughs> it's, uh, the Bradley Piggins Trophy. Yep, certainly That's is. A good name. And that well, they, they love this trophy. Yeah. yeah. And it's of course all the stardom that comes when they win this this competition. Yeah. Um, you know, they become instant stars overnight. Fantastic. What, mm. what's your, I mean, mm. you must have given it a try, Tony, over the years. What's your time like on a, on a pie? Oh, God, no, I don't, I don't like meat and potato pie. I'm a chicken <laughs> steak pie now. So, no. no, no, I won't be entering the competition. No, uh, not for me, meat and potato. And how did you come to meat and potato? Because it's a bit pappy, the old spud, isn't it? You felt it was, uh, why did you decide on that pie well, as the com- competition standard? Well, it, it's easier because once, once meat and potatoes cooked, it's quite sloppy when it's quite lukewarm. So yeah. it's quicker to get. So if I use like, we did we did a vegetarian one one year. It was a nightmare. Um, so we don't bother with vegetarian. So we've gone for a real old traditional meat and potato pie. A lot easier to eat. And, you know, it can be quite messy when they start dropping it down, sticking in the beards and everything. So it's quite good fun. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting looking at Barry. Barry is clean shaven. There's no, you know, he doesn't have the beard because I mean, he's, a, he's a proper technician, isn't he? He's, you can see that. And he's a local lad, so it stays in Wigan, the, the title for another year, doesn't it? That's the best thing about it because, of course, it's a local comp. I don't like these foreigners from Bolton and St. Helens entry. We do let them enter. But Southerners, good heavens. I mean, we've never had a Southerner come down to this car. I don't think they know how to eat pies. Oh, no. okay. we, we should send the moose up there next year. Yeah, we've got somebody we think uh, he could be very good. I think he could be tremendous. That's right. So uh, we may be sending Getting our down. sending Getting our entrant uh, up for the uh, competition. Well, until we uh, meet again, Tony, next uh, year. Um, yes, until we meet Potato again. Um, have a great year and congratulations on, a, on another fine final. There we are. This Tony Callan. Uh, the organiser yeah. of the World Pie Eating Championships, Harry's Bar in Wigan. I don't know. I should have asked Tony if he's a butcher because he's dressed in a white coat and a white hat. But I think that's his that's his style, isn't it? Really, for when he's doing the competition. Oh, yeah. We are. Um, you're obsessed with butchers today, aren't you? Um, we are up that way, just down the road in Warrington. Yeah.
um, for the start of the Super League. We're really looking forward to it. We're going to be mm. up doing the show ahead of the um, Warrington-Leeds game on the 16th of February. I'm looking uh, forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to the start of Super League as well as being up there for that first We've got a restaurant so. recommendation from world darts champion Michael Smith. We did. <laughs> we certainly did. So it's all, it's all coming together nicely. Very much looking forward uh, to the game. And our young assistant producer has never seen a game of rugby league. And uh, I've just said to him, and you can have a pint. They treat you like an adult at rugby league. <laughs> you can sit down and a little leisurely pint while you watch the game. That'll be good. Unless things have changed since I was last there. But anyway, we look forward to that. And on Friday, talking of uh, being on the road, we are live at Wembley Arena ahead of our big fight on Saturday night. Paterbia versus Yard. And uh, all the build-up to that, we'll have the weigh-in during the show. Lots of special guests from the world of boxing and beyond joining us. So uh, do hope you can join us on Friday from 1 as we build up to our big fight on Saturday evening here on TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I do love uh, Fletch's uh, physiotherapist take on uh, yeah. an injury there. He's got a dicky ankle. <laughs> That's right. Imagine that, saying that the manager comes in, well, when will he be back, says Jurgen Klopp. Well, I don't know, he's got a dicky ankle. It'd be great with just dealing. A physio that was just sort of dealing in vagaries like that would be beautiful, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, who knows? Month, a year, who knows? Talking I can't Fletch, tell you, Jurgen. I hope it's Pedro Porro, not Pedro Poro, from your point of view. Yeah, well, that, well he has a bad game that's your headline writer's <laughs> dream isn't it yeah that's that's been our um that's been our uh, leandro damiao of this transfer window <laughs> long, going on a pedro poro just it's one of those i think you'll get him when we're, we're not involved there at all yeah it? he played very well against spurs for um for sporting in the in the championship yeah uh, apparently we're looking for a right back 
a guy called Gusto, and it says Chelsea have agreed terms with Gusto. It's great. So they really put their back into the negotiations. It's a bit who's on first, isn't it? We've agreed terms with Gusto. Yeah, but who are you looking to sign? With Gusto. Yeah, I know how you did it, but like, who are you looking other, to like sign? Bayek. Yeah, that's right. Now, it's a very warm welcome back to an old familiar friend this morning, Moose's Disgusting Breakfast. Yes, it's, it's great to see Moose's Disgusting Breakfast back, and many uh, um, sort of uh, old boys and girls mm. who've worked at talk sports it's true got that smell in their nostrils again of egg and tuna uh, the moose was known in our old building uh, when we had a microwave within sort of mm. a sniffing distance of the studios for cooking these terrible fishy eggy concoctions oh no, not good yeah, scrambled egg and tuna in the company microwave. I mean, it should be a sacking offence. This morning, you can't make scrambled eggs in a microwave. Not if you want to actually eat them. <laughs> but then you chuck some tuna in as well. Oh, and uh, yes, good. our former producer David Walker says uh, he said I can actually still smell that as I look at the picture. It was, it was, it was evocative. But yeah, good. Welcome back to. Also, you've you've made people very mist, misty eyed about old editions of What's in Andy's bag today, <laughs> yeah, never including Jez. Whatever happened to Andy's potato. That, that oh, was yeah. One of the great joys of that feature was that Andy did carry some very odd things around. For many years, he had a small puppet of the uh, popular 60s children's character Topo Gijo in his bag. That's true. I don't know what happened to him. And also, for a while, he carried a potato, which he drew a face on. <laughs> that was in his bag every day. Like my son, Spud. I mean, you, honestly, if anybody had ever opened your bag, if you got arrested and then looked in your bag, it would have locked you up. I know. It's some very odd stuff know, in it, but no more. It? Now it's no, just no, pens. I mean, I could put pens. a potato in there with a face on it, but then I, it, I'd come in and it'd be gone. It'd be in the fridge with the potato's <laughs> face scrubbed off. Quite possibly. I'm very <laughs> tempted to put something with subtitles on this TV so you can play all the parts for oh, yeah, us. Yeah, that's really good, isn't it? The, um, I was watching Mastermind, you know, my new game, The I call it the Mastermind, not the plumber game. Yeah. Uh, this is because Clive Murray, who's an excellent presenter, no yeah. question, but he's he just does this very long sort of explanation of, of every subject, the specialist subject. And you think, all right, some of them you need. Like one specialist subject was Egon Sheila, the artist who died in such and such. I've Egon never heard of, Sheila? Never heard of him. Good name for an artist, isn't it? Egon Sheila. I don't know Egon uh, Sheila. Actually, the woman who was answering questions on him didn't seem to know much about him either, to be <laughs> okay. really honest. She's always a problem with yeah, mastermind. But the, the specialist subject of this plate was uh, Wallace and Gromit. And yeah. Clive said, the stop-motion films directed by Nick Park about the absent-minded inventor and his dog. I've written, not a firm of plumbers then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't know who Wallace and Gromit is? Who's Wallace and Gromit? I don't know Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> ben Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. Do you want to know five things about Egon Sheila? Oh, yeah, go on. Sheila Take a Bow, of course, was the big song that the, <laughs> the Smiths... You know, he was he was Gustav Klimt's protégé. Oh, really? Remember Gustav Klimt? Oh, he went to Leeds, player. had a season at Leeds. Yeah, tremendous player, yeah. He couldn't take his eyes off his subjects, literally, apparently. He spent time in prison, or keep it light. Yeah. Um, and, well, yeah, he drew right until his death. Died with a pencil in his hand. He could have found one in your bag, couldn't <laughs> he, if he done, was ever really. struggling? So just some of the things... <laughs> You know about Egon it, Sheila. It's Fashion Week in Paris uh, this weekend. Yeah. The, the papers are full of some, of course, mad fashions. But one of the ones that really got me was this Kylie Jenner uh, wearing a dress yeah. that basically has a lion's head yeah. attached to it. 
And it absolutely reminded me, you all know him, of 60s TV favourite Lenny the Lion. Lenny the Terry Lion, Moore. yeah. Mr Zeitgeist, Andy Jacobs. I showed the producer, he went, oh yeah, that's exactly right. Yes. Um, I think it was a kind of protest around animal rights because a number of the models were sporting various animals. So I right. don't think it was a fashion person. Oh, I, I think see, it was, okay, right. I think it was an animal rights protest. I don't know, it was the fashion... But it would have been great if Kylie had started going, hello, oh, it would have been good if she's got a new act. Georgina Roberts in the time. Tried it out. She bought a little lion and stuck it yeah. on her dress. Imagine that, though. Yeah. She suddenly said that I've made too much money from cosmetics and being on reality TV. <laughs> I want to work the working men's clubs as an event act. <laughs> Fantastic, wasn't it? I've never, I never, and Lenny. I, I've never paid, my, never paid my dues in the world of showbiz, so I'm going to start right from the bottom. And whatever happened to Sockley Park, says one of the oh, listeners. Oh, well, you know, he's this coming is... up for Cheltenham. Sue's making him a new outfit. Well, if yeah. Well, yes, indeed. Let's hope so. So, um, yeah. Sockley Park, our old friend Sockley Park, um, yeah. which is Andy's glove puppet. He's that, a, that, he lives in my bedside drawer <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, you're, not, got his... you're not a well man. No, I'm not really. Uh, uh, did you say, I'm, I'm surprised you haven't seen this, Brooklyn Beckham uh, mm. went out with his missus the other day sporting a, a David Beckham 7 football shirt. Oh, no. Long sleeve, wearing one of Dad's old tops. This is poor, isn't it? Well, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I suppose he, you know, he can lay his hands on He was on, on the this. front cover of a New York magazine and it's feature on, I think it was Nepo children, like children who basically benefit by having famous parents. Yeah. Not a great thing, really. You're claiming that's the case, are you? Well, uh, not me. The magazine did this. Oh, OK, so fair enough. not ideal. Uh, the thing about social media and everything, I mean... Even David Beckham, there's a story about him this morning about how he's having a cold shower. I don't know yeah. if you saw this story. Or cold, so you know, he cold, cold bath. He's cold got a bath. bath. Swim, he gets in his swimming pool, yeah. A lot of people swear by it, don't they? Yeah. Uh, David Beckham must have... Uh, you know, I won't read that bit. As yeah. he braves an ice bath... <laughs> see, isn't it a national paper? In his garden, in just yes. pants and a beanie. Yeah. He said on Instagram it was self-care... I hope I never see morning. you in your garden in just pants and a beanie. Oh, and I watched it and I thought... If you film this and put it on your Instagram, what's the point? You're like invading your own privacy. Yeah. They know the papers will pick it up, and it's just, it's very. I'm not happy about it. Really. Well, since you've become very anti-social media <laughs> in the last 24 hours, the backlash has begun. Well, I think I've got a new business for Brooklyn. Actually, this bloke uh, he started this business. It's basically hugging people. Okay. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite a good idea, really. You just go around... Uh, of course, I can't Ooh, find we, it. We really are post-Covid, aren't we, according to this bloke? <laughs> oh, yeah, here it is. It's a professional cuddler, Trevor Hooten, yeah. uh, 30, uh, known as Treasure. I don't know why. Known so. as Treasure Hooten. Treasure Hooten. OK. <laughs> better if his name was... I don't know, Trevor Island, and they yeah. called him Treasure. That'd be more... That'd I'm not massively better. keen. I don't want somebody coming in, invading my personal space like that. I mean, he give you 75 warning? quid for an hour-long hug. Did he really? In the interview, you'd be going, get off me, Trevor, for goodness sake. What is he... What? what, what is there some sort of medicinal quality no, to it's, it? Yes, it's his, uh, it's his company, Embrace Connections, it's called. And what, he just comes up and cuddles you? Yeah. He makes it. 75 quid an hour? I think so, yeah. Wow. We're in the wrong game, aren't we? We are, really. Fantastic. <laughs> well, if I'm going to do that, you're going to have to use your breath freshener that you found in your bag <laughs> yeah. earlier on. So it's a rather full Hyenas, the carnivorous mammals widespread across Africa. Not the plumbers, then. <laughs> Are you reading too much into Clive? <laughs> I mean, it's true. If you're watching Mastermind, yeah. you're watching a general knowledge quiz mm. in which the questions are, you know, about Egon Sheila, for goodness sake, something we hadn't heard of till five minutes ago. I did all right. So well, why I, would you I, have I, to... Sue said to me, what would your specialist subject be? So Here I said, I said, I would probably... Chelsea, Chelsea, the blue square years. <laughs> Chelsea footballers or England test cricketers. I said, what would yours be? She said, sitting down. <laughs> 
yes, that's really nice doing the bed, just sitting and watching telly. Which Clive Myra would say, the art of not standing up. <laughs> exactly. I do, Andy, I, for the first time, I've not agreed with you on your Clive Myra fixation, mm. but I think if you're watching that show and mm. you have to explain what a hyena is, then mm. you wouldn't be watching that show. No, I know, it does seem a bit silly, really. I, I, I quite like, uh, I now take part in the general knowledge bit at the same time and... I did all right, actually. Yeah. I got nine. You take part in it. Well, I mean, I, you I watch like the to... show and you answer the questions. <laughs> I like to answer the questions. Okay. I'm all right in the general knowledge. So I'm, I reckon if I actually did it, I'd be about... I wouldn't win it, but I think I'd be second. Oh, OK. <laughs> Reach for the stars. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and your specialist subject would be what? I think it would have to be Chelsea footballers from... A particular era? Yeah, I'd say from the Abramovich years. Yeah. Because I used to support Arsenal before that. That's what everybody says. That's what everybody says. Oh, heaven forbid. Can you imagine? Yeah, okay. I mean, I love it. The celebrity ones where obviously people go on there and they they, they have one episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. It's that great, isn't it? I'll go on the show, but I'm not going to put any work into it. This bloke knew a lot about Wallace and Gromit. He was tremendous. Really? Yeah. But Egon Sheila wasn't a winner. No. Anyway, you are listening to Talk Sport, <laughs> and we will be turning very shortly. Uh, whatever happened to Andy drawing on his bananas? That's a lot oh, yeah. of whatever happened to Andy. That's half on the M6. Well, well I still do my, my doodles, don't I? On well, bananas? No, not on bananas. I do them on paper. But If you're listening, you're thinking, who is this bloke? He carries a potato around. He draws on bananas. You He's know, got, I, I do so, these un- subconscious doodles, and then when I go home, there's another one of Sue's things. She cuts them all out and puts them in a book. I've got books and books of my show doodles. Oh. Yeah, Maybe you'll show. be a specialist subject and mastermind <laughs> it's one really day. It's really odd, isn't it? What an odd life. <laughs> it does all make sense, though, really. It all feeds into what oh, we yeah. get on air, doesn't it? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So, Andy, you said earlier on hmm. that you've been watching Mastermind uh, a yeah. bit more regularly, mainly to get Clive Myrie's explanations of who people are. <laughs> yeah. And you've been doing quite well on the general knowledge. You, yeah, not bad. Yeah, but on the specialist subjects, obviously, you know, you rely yeah. on... And your wife asked you what, what? your specialist subject would mm. be, and you said it would be Chelsea during the Abramovich era. Yeah, it might be Test Cricketers since 1970. Well, I haven't got any questions on... Um, test Cricketers. Test Cricketers. I've got the Abramovich years, which are, has hurriedly been put together by um, our team okay. uh, behind the glass there. So uh, are you, do you want to give it a go? So you get on. Well, I can't wait to be here. Humiliated. Well, well you said this was going to be your specialist subject on Mastermind, so let's see how you get on. My specialist subject, Chelsea footballers. The club that play at Stamford Bridge in blue. That's right, <laughs> South West London. Yeah, that's what Clive would say. OK, I mean, you're, you're kind of against the clock. You're kind of... I've only got eight, so when we get the eighth right. question, we'll slightly cheat it. So here we go. Yeah, again, yeah, go on. Andy Jacobs, your questions on the, the Roman Abramovich years at Chelsea... Uh, start now. Which mm. Croatian footballer scored a goal from 35 yards out that won ma- match of the day's goal of the season against West Ham? The goal was part of a brace on his debut in August 2000. Mario Stanic. Correct. Uh, which Spanish fullback made four appearances for the Basque region? He made 25 appearances for Chelsea in the 2005-2006 season. Oh, uh, pass. Okay. Uh, which midfielder from... Not Albert Ferreira, is it? Uh, well, you've passed. Uh, which midfielder from Bafusam in um, Cameroon signed for Chelsea in 2003? He stayed there until 2007, making 72 appearances and scoring four goals. Mm, pass. Okay. Which Czech player was signed from CSK Moscow in January 2005, sent on loan to Birmingham that August uh, after having started in the 2005 League Cup final, which Chelsea won 3 2 against Liverpool? Is it Jukanovic? 
It wasn't, I'm afraid. It hmm. was Yeri Yarosik. Oh, Yarosik. I knew it was... Yeah, Claudio yeah. Ranieri bought this Russian player to Chelsea from Bordeaux in August 2003 before mm. loaning him to Portsmouth for the 2003-2004 season. These are very long questions. After some impressive performances at Fratton Park, he returned to London. However, Ranieri had now been succeeded by Jose Mourinho, who saw this player as sur- surplus to requirements. Who was it? Pass. Oh, it's going well. Uh, this this is his specialist subject. This Portuguese player well, won revised, the Champions League. You know, I'd, I'd actually revise if I was doing it. Okay. You know. This Portuguese player won the Champions League with Porto before joining Chelsea, won Serie A with Inter Milan after he left Chelsea, joined Chelsea on loan from Dinamo Moscow in 2006, was part of Chelsea's league-winning squad that season, but didn't play enough games to win a medal. Pass. Uh, which French midfielder is in the Claude Makélélé role who was sold to Arsenal in 2007? He also went on to play for the likes of Real Madrid, Marseille and PSG. Pass. OK. Uh, which <laughs> Specialist subject. Which Dutch defender got the nickname the Cannibal? I've started, Winston so I've Bogart. finished. No, well, I'll, I'll give you... I'll let you off for that one. For his ability to eat up the opposition, he was signed from Hamburg and sold to Stuttgart. Pass. Okay, well, uh, there we are. That's uh, your questions there on Chelsea. You passed on. I wanted the cricket ones, really. I didn't want (laughs) (laughs) Passed on six, the ones you passed on. Spanish fullback was Asia del Horno. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Uh, The Cameroon player was Jeremy. I remember him as well. The uh, Russian player um, was Alexei Smirtin. Oh, yeah, I used to like him. Um, The uh, Portuguese player who won the Champions League with Porto was Manish. Or my nephew. That's right, often partnered by my nephew. <laughs> the French player in the Claude McAlealy role was Lasana Diara. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Dutch defender called the Cannibal was Khalid Bularouz. Oh, I remember him. Or so, number nine. Um, well done, Andy. I think you got one right. It's not bad, is it? But I'm better on the general knowledge. <laughs> oh, okay. Better on the general knowledge. So I think you're going to have to put some work in before you I appear alongside that. I'd, Clive. I'd, 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 I'm, I know a different era. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, of course. Well done. Beautifully covered. In fact, they were 2000. Bramwich didn't come in until 2004. Those questions technically weren't my wow. specialist subject. Okay. Quite poor work. There. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Charlie Baker will be with me. And I think Ellis James and Matt Lucas, of course, currently starring in the reboot of Fantasy Football. They'll be joining us. We look Mm -hmm. forward to that. And we'll have a birthday spread, of course, so Andy will be back at 3.30. Do hope you can join us then. If not, the podcast will be available at 4 o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 